What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Big Shift Podcast. My name is Brandy Lee, and we are here with DJ Rock. All right, guys, thanks for being here. Um, we're so grateful for each and one of every one of you guys. Excuse me. So, Doug, what do we have planned for today? <laughs> well, kind of funny thing there. We have nothing planned for today. We're just gonna we're we're gonna let we're gonna let the universe decide where we're going today and how, 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 how are we going to do that? that? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just going to pull a card today, guys, and let, let that just kind of flow us right into the podcast. You know, Doug and I met a little bit beforehand and we're like, "Eh, we'll we'll leave it to the cards. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Beautiful. So let me go ahead and pull a card really quick. Let's see y'all. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> what a card. Card is holy love. So what does that mean? It's about universal love, guys. The oneness, um, the, the creation all around us and within us, right? Like that holy love that is everything. We are not one or the other. We are just full human beings with a lot of love. And it's up to us to keep that unconditional love within us and around us and to share it. I like that. That's nice. That's a sweet card. Yeah. It's very, very gentle. And I think there's been big shifts happening energetically. And a lot of people are like having a lot of pitfalls happen and just all the things. Right. So I'm sure whoever's listening can understand that and feel that. Um, So really it's just about softening and surrendering into the, the universal love of everything that we are. You know, it's funny you say that um, because for me, uh, this this awakening that I've had and this spiritual journey that I'm on now, um, I, I'm seeing even more so just, I mean, I know love's important, right? We all, Love's a big thing, but really that's the very essence of creation. That's why we were, cre- we were created out of love. And living your life in a way that is, is love filled. You're exuding it. You're, you're feeling it. You're expressing it. Everything about us needs to be love, you know? Yeah. I love that. And, you know, part of love too is, you know, as humans, we put conditions on love <laughs> Oh yeah. and limitations. And I think a part of our bigger picture here is to just welcome love in all its forms even when it hurts or even when it's ugly or even when it's challenging, just welcoming it and, and, and not putting four walls onto it. And that's what we do within ourselves too. We need boundaries still. Not all love's good love. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) but no, I, I do agree. I think, I think that that's an important thing is, um, is understanding like diamonds, diamonds aren't created instantaneously, right? Mm-hmm. One of the most sought after gemstones out there, diamonds, right? Everyone loves diamonds. Diamonds are a woman's best friend. You know, all this, all these things you hear about diamonds, but they weren't, they weren't formed instantaneously. It took pressure. It took heat. It took, it took all these cataclysmic, uh, cataclysmic things to happen for these beautiful stones that are so sought after to be created. Yep. Same with the human form. Right. I mean, we have to go through the hard things. We have to be hurt 
if we don't experience hurt and pain, how can we grow? How can we shift and have anything to shift from? Exactly that. And, you know, I think question for you, Doug, you know, is Uh (laughs) where do you feel like you're shifting at right now? You know, you're talking about the things that you have to go through to shift and to shift away from or shift into. And, you know, where are you at with all that? So it's funny because, you know, I've been in the place for so long of, of just, um, subconsciously disliking myself and Mm -hmm. in that, that, that those actions, my actions stemming from that were all self-hurting, self-limiting, uh, things I was doing. And so now Mm -hmm. as I'm getting further on this journey, I'm going, God, you know, I really do love this food and, or I do love, you know, whatever staying up late and, you know, whatever. And it's like, fuck the next day. I like, I I ordered a steak from Logan's yesterday for lunch. And normally I'd be like, yeah, got this steak, got some sauteed mushroom shit. We good. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, I was just like, I feel so heavy, you know? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so now I'm going, okay, well maybe that doesn't suit me anymore. You know, and so things I'm seeing that I did in the past that I really enjoyed or whatever, I'm seeing like my body, this this lighter energy body is going, hey, fucker, this sucks. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. my my old Doug is going, but wait, I love that. And this is this is what I'm used to. It, it's it's habit. It's stuff like that that I'm seeing. I'm, I'm feeling like I need to shift. Like I have this innate desire now to go work out. Whereas before I didn't, you know, I want Mm. lighter foods, more energy, energy bearing foods to sustain this higher energy that I'm at now. Um, Whereas before I was lower energy, lower vibration and stuff like that. I wasn't thinking about that. Well, now that I'm shifting, I'm seeing, you know, even my interactions with, with people are, are, you know, I would be more reactionary. I'm more like, okay, let's think this shit out first before Mm -hmm. I react. Yeah. It's bringing that intention into everything. And, and that's a pretty big shift. Like that's, that's some hard stuff. You know, when you start to deal with things like the habits where like, you're like, you have the two sides of like, I really enjoy this and then your body's like no actually this does not feel good anymore it's right. really hard to have that that contrast because it can be very exhausting and it can also just feel like you're hitting a wall sometimes where you yeah. just don't know which one to choose or do right <laughs> and and you know I think the thing in that is just being willing to show up and do things differently over and over again yeah. And in allowing both in. You know, I saw a really cool uh, video. I can't remember if it was on TikTok or if it, I can't what, what it was, but it was about a 1% change, right? Doing little one, incremental changes in your life um, can make drastic differences. Like if you were, the example they gave was if you were leaving, if you're in a plane in like Seattle and your destination mm-hmm. was to go, to New York 
and you were just one percent off, right? Like you your 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 nose was one percent off at the beginning and you stayed in a straight line and your destination was New York from Seattle, you would end up in like low, like below Washington DC. Just a one percent yep. change. And you know, it was like I was like, holy shit, that's that's huge. So uh, I, that really got me thinking like, okay, so if I just, if I decide to do this, well, that's going to keep me in the trajectory. That's where I'm at now. I'm not changing anything, but if I change this 1% over the course of the rest of my life, then that's going to be a, a huge incremental change that has a huge difference down the road. Yes. And it's sustainable. You know, here's the thing is like, one, I want to recommend a, a book for this specific thing. It's called Atomic Habits. And he goes in to talk about these things and gives you graphs and percentages and numbers and, and really goes into detail around how changing small habits every day can have a crazy amount of change in just six months to a year. Yeah. And, and he really maps it out for people. And I mean, if anybody is looking, you know, for you or anybody looking to really work in changing their habits for the better, that book is, one of the best. Yeah, it's so funny you said that because that's actually because I, di- I didn't I didn't uh, I bought the audio book because yep. I drive so much so I, that's where I got it from. It was actually from that. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. This sounded like his book. That's why I was like, I wonder like if that's it, but it, it, or if it was on his social media. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've read so many books. So I'm like right. sometimes I get it confused. But yeah, I mean it's a fantastic book, and I think like just keep listening to it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to feel it. Well, and that's the thing too. I think that, um, the reason why I, I think there's two reasons why people fail at things. Um, one is they make a plan that's not sustainable. Right. Um, yeah. but I think the even bigger picture is when things are habitual, like eating or not exercising or exercise, whatever it is. Um, there's a catalyst for those things to happen or to become a repetitive habit. And Mm -hmm. I think that until you answer the why you do things like, like for you, right? You're in the office last week and you are obviously very in shape, very healthy. When you get full, what do you do? Well, it depends on (laughs) is aunt flow in the building or is she not? (laughs) Well, what I mean is like when you're, when, you're, when you're eating food, right? When you get full from eating, like you're sitting there you're eating, you're like, oh, I feel like I'm full. Do you stop eating? Yes. Yeah, so yes. And so here's the thing is like, I used to fill my plate up with like a really big portion mm-hmm. because I was skinny shamed for so long. And this is still something that I work through, right? I was skinny shamed for so long. And it was like in a negative way, like, oh, you're just a skinny bitch. Oh, like go eat a cheeseburger. Oh my God. Like, why are you so skinny? You know? And it was never like, of course they had compliments, but it was like really, really just negative comments all the time. Mm-hmm. And I started filling my plate up and eating a bunch and snacking a bunch because I felt like I needed to eat more. Right. right? And what happened was I obviously started like my body was not feeling good. My digestive system and things like that. So now what I do is I, I start with a smaller portion right? because it's less tempting to eat the, like it's less tempting when you have a big portion. Um, 
you know, like you're going to eat, you're going to try to eat the whole plate. Right. Because like you don't want to waste food and you don't want to throw it away. And you don't want to children are starving so, in Africa. Yeah. So it's like literally like just putting a smaller portion on my plate, eating it. And then if I feel more hungry, then I go, I go for seconds. But if not, then I don't. And, and real quick, by the way, side note, the children in Africa thing wasn't a negative comment about that. It's just whenever someone's like, they're starving children, you need to finish all your food. I was always told that, like, why aren't mm. you, you, you didn't eat all your food. There's children starving all across the globe in Africa and everywhere else. And you're not even, you have food to eat and you're not even finishing it. You should feel, you know, whatever. And so you're like, well, fuck, I guess I gotta eat the rest of this food. Yeah. You, you know? feel guilty. It, it right. creates a guilt shame cycle of like all those things. That's why it's so important to like cook less, Just right. cook less and put less on your plate. Allow yourself to intuitively feel into your body. And I think that's really important. Right. So for me, like with my eating that I do, you know, and that's the, the point I was kind of getting at is healthy people know when to stop eating and they go, yeah, I've said, I've, I've, I've given my body what it needs. I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and whatever. Whereas me in the past, you know, of this, this abusing my body, I would go, well, I'm still, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to finish this. And it wasn't out of looking at a plate and going, okay. Cause the plate could be done. And guess what? I would go back and get more, mm-hmm. you know, because I was just like, this tastes so good. But realistically, there was this painful side of it that I wasn't addressing of self-abuse through eating that I wasn't addressing. Why do I do that? Why do I eat past the point of being full, taking in calories that I didn't need, but also eating foods that calorically were not bad, but they were, you know, they weren't good. They weren't, they weren't high energy foods. They were bad foods, but whatever, I just was just plowing through because that's what I felt in my mind, in the back of my mind, subconsciously, what I deserved. Yeah. And there may also be this thing, I find this a lot where a lot of people find pleasure in food. Mm -hmm. It's like they, it's like a, a way for them to just really disassociate from everything and just embrace their food and, and, and really find a lot of pleasure through it. Yeah. And that can cause overeating as well. You know, when I was growing up, I've, I've talked to you about this and we've, we've had discussions about it on the podcast. I was bullied, picked on and in, mm-hmm. in middle school. And when I would come home, I would be crying, depressed and everything else. My mom would be like, just, just eat your food. You'll feel better. Just eat that. Uh, you'll, feel better. you'll feel better. It's okay, baby. You're fine. And uh, you know, it's, it's that thing of, you know, that, 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 that begins a very vicious cycle of, like you said, just of, you know, eating when you don't really need to eat or, you know, it's, it's out of pleasure. You, that That's how you find your, it, it's an outlet. So my question is, is like, where are you at with that? You know, like, where are you at now? Like, what are you finding in this shift, right? Like if you're shifting away from overeating, like, you know, another day you ate that steak and you're like, you know, didn't really enjoy it as much as you have in the past. It's like, what does that look like for you? Like what action steps are you taking to shift away from this stuff? Well, funny you should ask that because, you know, we, we have our sessions because not only are we equal hosts, 
I'm also a client. Um, but no, it's, it's so for me, um, I was wanting to have a discussion with you about, um, and away from the podcast or we could talk, whatever, this is a whatever podcast today. Um, you know, obviously we've met in person. So you've seen my body type. Um, what are like, I was going to talk to you about what are some foods that I could eat? Um, that, cause I like to snack. I like sweet stuff. So fruits are going to be, I think it's gonna be good for me. I don't like celery that much. Cause to me, it's like water with strings in it. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, what, like, what are some higher energy foods that's going to add to me and sustain during the day that I could eat that is not going to be harmful or, you know, whatever to my body. So basically yeah, make, mean, making a plan there for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be really just asking yourself questions like, you know, are you a snacker? Um, yes. And if so, yeah. So then <laughs> it's like, if so, what are your go-to snacks? Shit foods. Right now. Well, oh, just give chips, me like two. Chips, popcorn. Uh, okay. So, so it's like finger food. So it's like, it's not like you're grabbing like a bar. You're grabbing things that like you want to munch, like you want to keep going back for more. And yeah, that, yeah, no, no, it's the thing. So that's why I'm asking is because when somebody names off the snacks, like chips and popcorn are actually very precise things. Um, so it's like for you, I would recommend maybe doing like there's healthy chips and then you can do hummus, right? You do chips and hummus or crackers and hummus. Um, there's really, really healthy options. You don't like hummus. Okay. So then I think you could get like like, certain hummus. Yeah. And, and they do have like dark chocolate hummus now to where you could eat like strawberries with dark chocolate hummus. I don't know if it's good. I've never tried it. Yeah. Um, and it's just really about asking yourself one, like what are the snacks? And then two, what are your favorite foods? And then going from there, of course, any and all fruits and vegetables are going to be good for you. Yeah. Um, and every, every body is different too. So like right. you may thrive on a high protein diet or you may thrive on a, you know, maybe lower protein diet. Yeah. It's just things that you have to play with for yourself and for your body. Well, I love pineapple. Um, yeah. I love apples. I like grapes. Um, strawberries are always good. Raspberries are good. Blueberries. I have a weird thing with blueberries. I don't know what it is. Sometimes they taste really good and sometimes just kind of like, blah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I always recommend that you, you know, before lunch, like you just eat very light things. It's like, we shouldn't be eating big, heavy breakfasts. Like so that we should not be consuming high fat content early in the morning. It gives our liver no chance to like reboot. Yeah. And, it, it, it's actually really bad for us. So like the, the eggs, the bacon, the toast, the waffles, all those things early in the morning, like here and there. Sure. Yeah. But, but eating that every day is just not healthy for your inside. So like, I always recommend like a smoothie or a smoothie bowl. Right. Right. Or I like saw a one you, you did on fruit. TikTok. It was like, actually looked really fucking good. Oh, those are my go-to. I make like a mango bowl or an acai bowl a berry bowl and I just top it with all my favorite fruits and some honey and cinnamon and boom, there you have it. That sounds Very tasty simple, as hell. light and so good for you. Yeah. I'll give you the recipe. All right, I was about to I need some recipes because, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I do like pineapple. I like apples, grapes, stuff like that. I mean, and, and that's to me, 
you know, it's, I think it's just a matter of making that, that commitment. And, you know, like I jokingly asked you yesterday, are you having your date with joy every day? And you're like, mm-hmm. cause that was one thing you, t- you know, you, you said, hold yourself, hold, hold accountable to. So, um, you asking me that question is kind of like, Oh shit, I haven't really had done anything yet because I've been so busy. But now that my ridiculously fucking busy last couple of weeks are done, um, I can now make a plan and, you know, move forward with a plan now. So that's kind of where I'm at. Beautiful. Yeah. So it's, it's about holding yourself accountable with that plan and, you know, doing the hard things too. You know, something I used to do when I bartended was like, I, I could easily eat food there all the time. Right. It's a restaurant. Um, but I consistently meal prepped and brought my food with me everywhere I went. I had a cooler in my car, like a little like foldable cooler. And like, I just held myself accountable. And everywhere I went, I had a snack in my purse. Because if I got hungry, I wasn't tempted to eat something outside of like, you know, a gluten free diet at the time that was really strict. Right. And I had to hold myself accountable and do those things and think ahead all the time to just be there for myself and support my commitment in a bigger way. Well, and I think that as we begin to live this higher frequency, you know, I really feel it in my, my spirit that, you know, we need to sustain that with sustainable things. I mean, a sustainable plan that's going to make it easier to, because look, we're all shifting. We're all awakening to things at different levels. I think the, I think the, the, the global consciousness as a whole, the frequency is raising, right? And yeah, I talk a lot of positive shit. I talk a lot of, and, and I'm with people around me, I'm noticing more love being put out, but look, this is not a, a linear thing. Like if you don't think for one second, I'm not going to pound 20 wings in two or three weeks, you're fucking wrong. Cause I'm going to have a setback. You know, nothing, this, this, this is not a perfect plan. This is not a perfect thing. We're all feeling our way through this. Would you agree? For sure. And I mean, it's not like expecting a setback, you know, don't do that to yourself. But I think being willing and open to allowing life and I guess you would say weaker moments to come in and allow you to be human. Right. You know? Um, and it's like, then just pivoting and shifting again. It's like, okay, like I have this setback and it's like, this happened and see how you feel. And maybe you'll, you'll literally feel like shit. And you'd be like, I'm never doing that again. And you probably won't do it again. Or maybe you will. Right. Depending on the circumstance. You know, allowing that to be. Right. Uh, One thing I tell my wedding clients is always tell them, look guys, let me explain something to you. The worst piece of advice that anybody could give you is don't ever go to bed angry. Don't ever go to bed angry. And the first time you do, you feel like you have let down your partner so drastically. And that, that could be a wedge or a dividing point. And you're like, don't, don't set yourself up for those failures. There's going to be times when you're, when you're married, you're like, I don't want to see your fucking face right now. I'm going to go sleep on the couch. 
And like you said, don't set yourself up for the failures, but when it does happen, don't beat yourself up and allow that be to be a reason to stop. Cause I think that's something yeah. else. We, that's something else we do. It's like, well, I feel so bad about, you know, I've done so good. I've lost 25 pounds. And in this moment of weakness, watching the UFC fight, I, I sat there and ate 25 wings and now fuck, I just, and then you feel so bad about it. You, it's almost like you, you, you don't want to show your face at the gym again because you let, you know, you let your, your people down or you let your person down or whatever. You know, like when you asked me, like, you know, well, Doug, what kind of a plan do you have? Well, guess what? Honestly, I, I haven't come up with a plan yet because I've been mm -hmm. too busy. And I haven't thought about it, but that's not an excuse, right? If, if I don't, if I don't ever get started, I'm not going to get started. I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm going to stay where I'm at. And that's the fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, a lot of the problem is that people stay in this, the small picture. Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh, shit. Like, I messed up. Like you said, it's like, oh, shit, I messed up. And now, like, I'm just going to keep keep doing this because I let myself down one time. And it's like, who fucking cares, dude? Like, we're human. Right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do these things. And it's like, we cannot be super rigid and not allow ourselves to just have human experiences and also, like, it's just about big picture. Right. You know, remember that, like that small habits book where you said the, the 1%. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's back to that, right? 1%. Yeah. Don't go full force trying to put in 110% every single day because you're going to burn the fuck out and you're going to go from one end of the swing to the next and then you're going to live miserably forever and you're never going to reach the goals that you want to reach because you're too fucking hard on yourself. Right. And, and I think that is really important, just thinking big picture. And then in the daily life, taking those steps every day, starting with something small. You know, when I worked with my, my fitness and nutrition clients, like depending on the person and where they're at, I would give them very small baby steps. And they're like, what is this? They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I'm going to give them this big fucking rule book of everything. And I'm like, nope, this is how we're going to work it. Like this is how we're going to do, do it. Because like we just can't go and do that to ourselves because we could easily go to one extreme to the next. And I think that's where I've, I've screwed up in the past is because I am like, if, if I was the type of person that was, you know, I'm, I'm all in, right. I'm either all in or I'm all out. There's no in between for me. You know, there is literally no in between when I do something, I'm going to go pardon the phrase, you know, balls to the wall, you know, I'm, but, I'm, I'm full in. And then what happens is when I can't sustain that or something happens because I'm balls to the wall, it's like, well, fuck, I've totally screwed up. And then I take myself completely out of the game because I wasn't able to go balls to the wall. Well, and you don't know how to live in the, in between you don't, right? Like this is what happens is you start training your system to be one way or the other and then you can't be one or the other. <laughs> right. And then you're like, well, well, how do I, I made this progress and I went balls to the wall, but now like, I don't know how to find the sustainability in between those two drastic extremes. Right. And this is where so many people find the really, really hard pitfalls and don't know how to get back out because guess what? They have to go 110% every single day or they do nothing every single day. And they right. don't know how to find the bridge of in between that. And that's sustainability. 
that's baby steps. Right. That's consistency. And that's where like the sweet spot of self mastery is. <laughs> right. It's just sustainable steps. It's, it's building, it's working on your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, even the Bible talks about building your, fa- building your home on rock, not sand, you know, um, yep, for sure. And I think that that is an important key takeaway from that. Um, and this is going to circle back guys, because in the earlier parts of my podcast, back when it was just the DJ rock awaken podcast, I know it sounded like I was railing against religion, but really there's a lot of good things to take from that. And like Brandy even said, she goes to church or she will go to church, you know, to this day. And I don't want to think that I'm just bashing that, but that is a very key thing to take away from. It's a very important thing. Like don't build your foundation on that quick, you know, like for me, it was about that. I think that's the reason why I failed so many times in my life and in my career at times was because I wasn't building a sustainable foundation. And that's why everything in life has to be foundation. You have, if you're going to work out, you got to work out your core because that's kind of your foundation. You got to do certain things because that's your building block of what to build on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just something that a lot of us don't do. And we, we, we neglect certain parts. Like I want big arms. Okay. Well, are you going to work on your abs and your, your lower back? Well, why I'm working on big arms? Well, because dipshit, you know, there's a reason there's, there's, you have to do things to, if you want sustainable, you know, sustainable, uh, results, you got to put a foundation there. Yeah. I love it. So, um, so, you know, so for me, it's about, being intentional, loving people, having these results with people, these where I can measure steps with people and be like, okay, look, you know, um, this is, this is benefiting the mutual, like a mutual beneficial relationship. Let's keep this going. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love, I'm going to try and exude love, teach love, express love, take love in, allow people to love me and then allow myself to love people, be forgiving on things and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, understanding that if a setback happens, I have to be okay with that and then still move forward, keeping that trajectory. So that's kind of where I'm at now, just kind of navigating that and developing it as I go, but adding incremental changes. That's where I'm at. So I'm going to turn that question back on to you as we do this big shift and understanding, like we talked about with Bruce Lee and be like water, being able to pivot and move while still maintaining the trajectory. What are things you're you're implementing in your life or things method or things you've seen or things you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, good question. You know, so I think for me it's really about my headspace. You know, um, it's such just a consistent thing for me where I have to show up for my thoughts, where I have to show up and redirect any and all lingering thoughts that are not serving me anymore, but are kind of embedded and conditioned into my mind. And this kind of goes back to like the depressive thoughts or the victim thoughts, right? Like the things where it's like, I have to hold myself accountable and be aware of those every day. And something that I do, you know, in this shift, you know, because this has been a big shift for me moving away from bartending full blown into a business. And, um, you know, with my other businesses, I always had bartending. So it's my first time stepping away from bartending 110% and just focusing on a business. And with 
a business, like there's ebbs and flows, right? Like sometimes you don't know what's going to come in and sometimes you do. And like, it's really about finding the consistency in my headspace so that my foundation of my business is always consistent. Right. And I, and I'm learning a lot about that. I'm just holding myself accountable, you know, where with my travel right now, um, you know, I did a three day travel from Colorado to Florida and I'm not in my normal space where I have my sticky notes and I have, you know, my area. So, you know, I'm staying with some friends and, I'm in their guest room. So it's really about making space every day to get outside and to meditate and to stretch and to keep my morning routine that makes Brandy's mental space feel good. Right. <laughs> really, really doing those things, even if I'm outside of my normal household. You know? Right. And, and that's, you know, like, cause obviously both of us have kind of been traveling a lot here lately and, um, that being able to maintain something and that's part of it too, is when you're, when you're developing a plan, um, cause you know, race, my, my daughter gets out of school for her last days of school. Like it's like the seventh, like Monday or Tuesday of next week, I think. And, um, I'm wanting this to be like a summer of memories, you know, for me and her. And so planning these little trips, you know, instead of one long vacation, having a bunch of little mini trips, you know, whatever, whatever plan I come up with has to sustain, has to be able to, you know, accommodate these changes I'm wanting to make. So having these things in place, having a plan in place, that's part of the problem too, Brandy, I think is a lot of people just kind of go into it without a plan. Oh yeah. Or they go into it with such a strict plan. They don't have any room to move or wiggle. Right. <laughs> For I mean, sure. Yeah. I think that's about being intentional. Right. It's like, creating like like you said about the foundation where it's like okay like what what is the fundamental concepts of my foundation you know like what are those things in every area of your life like it's like for you for health wellness and whatever it is like it's like what is your foundation for that and it's like for your business what is your foundation for that for your being a father what is your foundation of that it's like getting intentional with every area of your life not just one right and that's, and then see, that's a big thing is right. Cause I think during a shift, we can kind of get, we can kind of get, um, overwhelmed with stuff. Cause now we have this new way of thinking. We're trying to go full, full force into that. But then you have the old habits, you have things you have to address all along the way. You have to address the, tr the past trauma that's coming up. That's going to cause, you know, its own little issues. How do you still navigate and maintain who you are keeping the trajectory while dealing with all that and then your day-to-day -day things if you're a parent and dealing with your kid stuff and there's so much that people can get overwhelmed um because if you if you try to be too rigid you're gonna break if you try to be too soft you're not gonna move you know it, it there's this fine balance you have to maintain but the the overall benefit you know the benefit of it is you know, the, the, the lasting thing that makes it worth it. Yeah. And I mean, anything that you want to do in your life, you just have to be able to remind yourself of why you're doing it and why it's important to you. Yeah. And that's what's hard is when people are living outside of their truth and they're living in somebody else's, like think about the kid who goes to college, but really didn't want to go, but went because their parents wanted them to. Mm -hmm. Then that kid shows up, in college half-assed 
or gets into repeated cycles and patterns because it's not what the fuck they want to do. They're doing it. They're living in somebody else's value set and somebody else's truth. And it's like when you start living in your values and, and owning that and owning your truth, then you will find consistency and you will find that through the hardships and the challenges, you still show up even when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And when you do have like a small setback, you are still willing to stand up because it matters. It's like in your heart, it's your truth and it's not somebody else's. And I found really profound results doing that in my life, but also helping others do that in their life. Right. You know, one thing I've, I've heard quite a bit here recently, um, since I've started living more intentionally and holding myself accountable and taking responsibility for things I've done, you know, I'm hearing, I've had several people say, you know, why couldn't you be this person before, you know, and that's a guilt thing too. You know, it, this relationship ended up being what it was or what it is. And, you know, I think when we're, when we're shifting, um, and this wasn't really planned and I it just kind of hit me, but, um, we hear a lot of that when we're shifting, you know, you've really changed a lot and people start seeing that they start seeing the example you're becoming, you know, and I'm sure people have said that to you, people that you knew back when you were bartending, they're like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, it's, it's a great place to be, but it's also like, man, I'm really sorry. I wasn't that before, but I am changing. I am becoming something better than I ever have been. And it's a beautiful place to be, but it's also such unfamiliar territory and so far out of our comfort zones. I think that a lot of time, a lot of times people revert back to comfort zone things because, you know, they, they do get scared because listen, guys, this transition, this shifting, it can be scary because you are feeling things like Brandy was talking about when she was going through, you know, autoimmune things, she was scared to death of what's going on with her body. And this is a person who has a background in fitness and things like that. And she still felt, like, what the fuck? And it was because her body was shifting, right? Your body was changing and you felt things. And I think that the fear, that unknown thing, I think you had to kind of be willing to go into this, this awakening and this, this transition and this shifting with an open mind and an open arms and accepting of things and, and changing the energy coming in because you are changing. <laughs> you are well, yeah. literally shifting. And change is inevitable. We're always, always changing. Right. You know, we're the problem most of the time. We, we are the ones who, like, reject it or resist it. <laughs> right. And I loved, I loved how you said just open your arms up and receive it, you know, and that's, like, the big part of our our path and the shift is just allowing the shift to be what it is and, and pivoting yeah. and receiving it. Yeah. I, I felt guilty. I have felt guilty several times, you know, when someone brought up and you've changed, you're changing so much and it's such a good thing to see, but why, why couldn't you be this Doug before? 
And there's a guilt associated with it that can also cause us to have a major setback when we feel guilt. It's like, well, maybe I, I need to go back to that guy because whatever. But this is such a beautiful journey of growth and, and self-love. Finally, after 44 and a half years, I'm realizing I love myself. And it's like, that's the most beautiful thing ever. I never thought loving myself could feel so good. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's also like choosing to love yourself, you know, it's like, it's you're, you're choosing to show up and to love yourself. It's a choice. Right. So I, I think it's yeah. just, you know, I, my response has been well at me. It took me dying <laughs> to get me to change. I mean, it, before that I was the, this, this self, serving self-loathing Doug that I was before. And now that doesn't suit me. You know, I do Mm -hmm. want to create love. I want to create containers and space for people to teach me and me to teach them. And I'm feeling things I've never felt before and experiencing things that's connected to the oneness of the universe that I was, I wasn't, yeah, I was connected. I am connected. We're all, we're all connected but how aware are you of that connection to the oneness, whether you call it God, whether you call it source, creation, or whatever? How connected are you intentionally to it? And I think when you start to recognize that and realize you are literally connected to everything in creation, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yes, it's a beautiful thing, you know. It is. And I, I I, wouldn't want to change that. I would never want to lose that connection to go back into the matrix and just, you know, it's just, it's such a beautiful journey. It's yeah, hard. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. It's also very hard. It's tiring yeah. at times too, though. It's both, but I mean, it's, I mean, either way, you're, you're going to be tired whether you're doing this shit or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> what kind of tired do you want to be and where do you want to be with the tired? <laughs> exactly. I mean, are you satisfied with your status quo or do you want to change? I think when you start this shift, you begin to desire and yearn for more change, but it has to be incremental. It can't be a thousand miles per hour with fucking jetpacks on, you're going to slam into a brick wall because you're not going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, being willing to pivot when things happen, pivot, move forward, pivot left or right, move forward. But while maintaining that trajectory is so important. And yep, just, go ahead. Yeah, it's just like keeping your eyes on your intentions, on your truth. Yep. Well, that be, that being said, you know, we, we're, we're trying to keep these podcasts down to about 45 minutes, less than an hour, certainly not an hour and 47 minutes, like our, our big intro episode. Um, but we're, we're closing on that 45 minute mark. And um, Brandy, what, what are your kind of closing thoughts for this episode? What, what, what's your, your holy shit message or whatever you want to put out there for the people for the, for this episode. Yeah, I think 
pulling the card of the holy love and the universal love, really just take some time to connect to yourself this week, guys. And every day, find some kind of connection within yourself, not external, not on TikTok, not on Instagram, not on your computer, not on your text, not having a conversation with somebody. Connect with yourself in private, you know, and in silence, maybe in nature, and just feel the love that you have within you that is always accessible to you. So beautiful. That was such a beautiful message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my takeaway is plan, you know, plan with a purpose, plan with intention, but be willing to pivot, be willing to change, take that love in there. This, this entire creation was created out of love. All of our interactions should be done with love, whether it's, even if it's painful, even if it hurts, even, even, even having to have somebody out of your life for a reason can be done with love. Set your boundaries, have expectations, and, and hold yourself accountable. But don't be so rigid with everything that you cause yourself to fail. Love, 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 love. Love experiences. Love yourself. Love people around you. Because here's the thing, folks. Love is the highest frequency there is. And if you're, if you're operating in that frequency, you cannot go wrong. Mm, beautiful so well all right well here we are guys the big shift podcast with brandy lee and dj rock love you guys we will talk to you guys soon peace love and light guys